2: Hey, hey, Gator Nation, welcome back to the Respect Our Decision podcast. This is episode nine, Kentucky Week. And as always, we want to thank y'all for all the support, love, and listens on our last episode, our Raw Reactions episode for Utah. And now we're on to the next week, guys. Best part about 1-0 is the chance to go 2-0. So with that being said, we want to make sure we always remind y'all to please go ahead and download us on all your podcast providers, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, wherever you get your podcast at. And if you are just listening around on YouTube, make sure you go ahead and follow our YouTube page, subscribe to it, give us a like on each and every video we post, it helps us out tremendously. Um, and as always, guys, if you like to support us as creators, you can visit our Patreon, Respect Our Decision. We have tiers that you can donate to. We're going to have some very special content coming to that very shortly. We want to always go ahead and recognize Utah Gator, our very first patron. And with that being said, guys, we also want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Camwood Supplements. If you guys are out there looking for clean supplements that, you know, to help you with your workout, your recovery, your digestive system, Make sure you visit camwoodsupplements.com. Use code RESPECT20, save yourself 20% off your first purchase. I, myself, I suffer from ulcerative colitis. I've been using the, the super greens, and I've I've been able to notice a tremendous difference in uh, just using it in a short time. So shout out to our sponsor, Camwood Supplements. And with that being said, guys, we're going to jump right on into recruiting first, like we always do, Um our man, Wes, is going to give us some uh, breakdowns on just some of the Friday night high school performances before the weekend kicked in. And with that being said, Wes, what you got for us?
1: Hey, what's up, Gator Nation? Uh, again, thank you all, thank you guys for all the support. Uh, we're going to first start off with uh, our boy, Treon Webb. Uh, he's one of the leaders in the class, so it's only right that we start off with him. Uh, Treon had 28 carries for 301 yards, and uh, – and that's five touchdowns on the years. That that was that's his yearly uh, um, yardage right there. Uh, we also had Stokes this week bouncing back from last week. He did re- get he did get injured again in this game, but he also had two rushing TDs. Uh, we saw some things from uh, Andy Gene. Uh, he caught a, a couple screen passes that he turned into uh, some big gains. So uh, kid is still you know doing what he does. And uh, then Aiden Mizel, he was out with the injury, so he didn't really play this week. Uh, some of our targets, uh, of course, I know you guys uh, know that we are on the 24 commit. I'm uh, excuse the 24 guy, uh, DJ Lagway. Uh, he got hurt this week, so he didn't finish his game, but with just a little minor strain, uh, sprained ankle from what we've uh, gathered. Uh, Keon Keely, uh, another big target. This is 23 class, five-star uh, DN. Uh, he had two sacks. Caden uh, McDonald, a guy that Mike really wants in the class uh 23 guy knows he he's already got 5 sacks on the season with uh 11 tackles for loss so uh that kid is balling out early in the season and one guy that uh I agree with Mike on that we we really need in this class as as far as to know so uh those are some of the guys there um I don't know if you guys wanted to speak on those guys or not um uh, and some of their performances some of the guys that you like on that list
2: give me uh. McDonald. I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say the exact same thing. A, by hooker, by hooker, by crook. Um, not to backtrack too much, but like we were saying on the, uh, you know, the, the recaps, sh- Clemson looked kind of suspect this week. I'd really like to see Clemson maybe uh drop a few more games and maybe uh put this one out of doubt for us because Caden McDonald was an absolute stud. Um, if I I would gladly trade. Russaw and Smith from Alabama for for Keeley McDonald combo every day of the week. So
1: I second that. <laughs> <laughs> I second that.
2: Um that, the kid just I I know we've raved on him a lot, and I know Mike's need for a true nose. He he is a true zero technique kid. Um I watched a uh podcast for 247 today with Andrew Ivins on there, and he was once again reiterating that. He thinks that one, we're one of the favorites, kind of neck and neck with Clemson for that kid. So um, hopefully we can we can get that door. Only closed. problem
3: is that D line's not going anywhere. That's true. Hate to break I mean, it to you. I mean, you can say what you want about their offense. Their defense is fine. Let alone their D line, which has
2: multiple first round picks. The SEC just means more. Let's <laughs> let's just go with that. All um, right. All right. Well, that being said, guys, we want to just hit up on a few recruiting updates. And um, I think the uh, first and foremost thing right now is um, the uh, updates with Roderick Kearney. Um, Rumors started to spread early in the week that it looked like Kearney might be uh, in line to possibly flip or at least decommit, um, you know, from... FSU and it's it's still going. I mean the rumors are still out there. He put out some cryptic tweets last night saying that um he's still committed right now and but he also said he's not doing any interviews. So if you want to read between the lines on that, the kid's trying to deflect, take a little pressure off of him, probably keep the media from blowing his phone up. I mean, you gotta respect that from a teenage kid. I know he's probably taking a lot of heat right now. So
3: hey I got a quick question uh, what position yeah. does uh and if I didn't hear it, my apologies, these he, headphones get get to me sometimes what position does he play offensive tackle it's interesting it's kind of weird um it's kind of like certain individual like was patient and let you know the coaches coach and coaches recruit and then you know jump to conclusions like another Another one of my colleagues.
2: So, so you're saying he's committed already? I'm not saying he's committed. I'm just <laughs> saying it took all of I, one game. I will I say. Mean, I, will I say. mean, all I'm saying is people
3: are, you know, a lot of people are literally freaking out. Hey, what about the board? The board? Listen, I didn't like the board either. However, I had people, it took one game. People were liking the coaches in terms of production. That's something we'll obviously talk about later, but it didn't even take production to get into the game when the school is committed to had a huge game out in absolutely, Orleans. Absolutely.
2: absolutely. And they, absolutely. Wanted, they could have gotten there
3: something and, and, uh, unofficial, whatever, but he could have got there and that's a n- nice city to go to for a young kid. So um, all I'm saying is these guys obviously have something um, they can recruit, especially, and this is one of the top kids that I've wanted. So
2: uh, tip the iceberg. Um and with that being said, I mean we're going to talk about visitors in a minute but he's he's returning Saturday huh. for the Kentucky game. You don't come to two games in a row unless you're uh I mean you're pretty locked locked in or at least uh, locked in with interest. Let me just say that. I don't want to go too far. I don't want to I don't want to put my, you know, all our eggs in the basket yet, but it sounds like there's some real definite traction there and um word is just just small rumor is if that happens if that happens the smoke is we'll, we'll immediately start going after Simmons as well we're not done with Lucas Simmons either so I, I I have been I have been told to just keep an eye on Georgia though as far as it goes for Kearney because they are pushing on him heavily as well um now granted if he goes ahead commits or flips and doesn't visit all that's for naught, but none of that's happened yet. So let's just uh let's see let's see what happens this weekend. I think him Be coming two weeks in a row is is says a lot. Be so patient. um keeping in line with this week's visitors, um I know everyone knew Keon Keeley was coming this week. Very big deal made out of that last week that Keon was coming for an official visit. Well, that has been changed to an unofficial visit. And that was not done by Keon Keely. That was done by our staff. Um, I know Wes has alluded to this in the past, that our staff is, is heavily focused on trying to get visits later in the season. And from what we've heard, mainly for the LSU game, that is when they're trying to, to stack the visitors list. And guys, do not think for a second this is bad news that this visit has been moved back. The later your official visit, the better you position yourself to get that commitment. This is an urban move. He used to do the same thing. You always want to position yourself for the last visit. And with so many kids taking early visits this year, you know, a lot of those visits are burned up. So we've put ourselves in really good position to focus on football and, and everything that goes with the football team early and then really focus on those official visits later. Um, moving on to another piece of news. If you did not listen to our raw recap, a raw reaction episode um, directly after the game, I mean, literally 30 minutes probably after the game ended, Cormani McLean got a crystal ball from Steve Whitfong to the university of Florida. Um, no way of spinning that. That's huge news. Um, it's, it's very, unusual for him to put in a crystal ball unless he has some kind of information to let him know that that is either imminent or happening. Um, it's it's not out of the realm that he could all obviously go back and change that if something were to change. But all signs right now point to the Gators being in a tremendous position for Kormani McLean. And um, hopefully we get that sooner than later. That's all we can really say. Um, one small other piece of, of news that came out yesterday is our, our boy Trayon Treyon Webb, uh, Westwood talked about how much of a good season he's already off to this year. He was uh, selected to be in the Army All-American game in San Antonio last night. So that's a tremendous honor for Trayon, and just once again speaks to what a what caliber athlete we're getting at running back with him. So that's all the real recruiting news we got right now, guys. Nothing's really changed from last week. No, no real earth shakers other than those few things we just mentioned. Um, you know, we'll always keep you updated when things come out. So that being said, Wes is going to uh, go ahead and run down the visitor list for the Kentucky game for us. Wes?
1: Yeah. uh, For the Kentucky list, as far as the uh, guys that are coming in, these are the committed guys. Uh, Of course, Webb will be back in town. All these visits, uh, by the way, are unofficial visits. Uh, Hirsch kind of alluded to that. Uh, The staff wanted to uh, focus on the game early in the year, trying to figure out uh, how a game day operates now that they're at Florida. So uh, big, big, uh, big things, uh, big, that's a good big news and good news uh, for us as as they try to focus on the games and learn how that go. Uh, But uh, first, again, Treon Webb, like I said, he'll be in town. Uh, Cameron James, D-line commit, he'll be in town. Uh, TJ Searcy, uh, D-line commit, he's in town. Kebby Collins from be- out the state of Alabama, our commit, uh, he's in town. Jakeen Jackson, DB, uh, he'll be back in town. Tyree uh, Patterson, uh, our wide receiver commit, he's in town. Linebacker, recent linebacker commit, uh, Jaden Robinson will be in town. Uh, another D-line commit, all these d line uh Gavin Hill, he'll be in town. Uh, and of course, IQB QB in the class, Marcus Stokes, he'll be in town as well. Uh, and then we have a walk-on DB commit as well. Amon Covington, he'll be in town as well. Um, and there's uh 2023 20, receiver. This is a uh, non-commit, Brian Green. He's the uh he's a, he has a walk-on offer as well. He's the teammate of uh Roderick Kearney, the Af- the, the, the before-mentioned Roderick Kearney, the offensive lineman. Uh, that we're trying to flip from Florida State. Uh, We have a 2025 linebacker uh, who has an office, Montrez Walker. Uh, He'll be there as well. Uh, As far as some 2023 guys that's uncommitted as well, Uh, Hirsch already alluded to, uh, Keon Keely will be back in town. Um, Kearney is supposed to be back again. Uh, And Bryce Thornton, uh, a four-star safety, uh, should be in town as well. 2024 guys. Uh, that quarterback we need in the class, uh, Derek Gladway, five-star QB. Uh, he will be in time to experience the atmosphere so, so you guys make it loud, those who are going. Uh, the 2024 uh, tight end, uh, he's committed to uh, LSU at this time. Tavion Galloway uh, from the state of Ohio, uh, he's, he'll be there. Uh, top 100 uh, linebacker, uh, Darius Hayes. That's a guy that Miles Graham has been after. Uh, And he continues to go after trying to get another linebacker uh, to pair with himself. So those guys will be in town uh, this, uh, as far as right now for the Kentucky game, Uh, this is Wednesday night. So uh, that may be subject to change guys. So, but as far as right now, those are the guys that you can expect there. So uh, to, to experience the atmosphere, hopefully that we, that the Gator nation brought last week.
2: Yes, sir. All right, guys. Um, Before we get to the game, we want to we want to go ahead and call out and recognize some of our guys that were uh, got awards this week. Um, In case you haven't heard already, SEC Offensive Player of the Week went to Anthony Richardson. And he was just now also today um, awarded with the Maxwell Award Player of the Week, which is a tremendous national honor. So, you know, just really, really good stuff there um and Brenton Cox was named the co SEC defensive lineman of the week. Um I mean guys, what does that tell us about our talent level that we've got all these, you know, week week 1 we're already getting all these awards.
1: I mean, I like it, you know, a lot of people were kind of down playing us said we didn't have any preseason all-American SEC caliber guys. Uh, that were being recognized. So to have those two guys, uh, in week one, uh, stand out and win awards. I mean, they didn't even talk about Richardson, what the top three or four quarterbacks they had Levis and, uh, of course, Bryce Young. And I forgot, I think it was, uh, the, was the kid down in South Carolina, Spencer Rattler was ahead of uh, Anthony Richardson. So, uh, for him to come out week one and win that award and for Cox also to, to get that, uh, D line award, uh, I think that's big, big time for, especially in a big time game. It wasn't just like we were playing some, uh, uh Rudy Poo team. It was uh, uh, another powerful team. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know. Yes, that, you that that the, the, the West.
3: West was a West was a part of the Attitude Era. Yeah, Rock, West West
2: doing his the hype and man that, giving his best for oh, the bottom line. Oh my goodness! Bottom line. Oh my goodness! Well, uh, no. Oh, but I'll also, ahead, yeah. No, no worries.
3: No, for Cox, I mean, he's like I've been saying, he's been uh, he's been treating this um, off season like a man on a mission. He's this season's a business trip for him, and he 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 showed it by his effort. You know, with those ten and half, those uh, ten plus tackles. And um, I don't care who you are, especially as a, as a defensive lineman, you have that many tackles, you're hustling, you're and that many snaps as well. He you know he was you know, aggressive throughout the game, and it and it showed on a stat line. So I'm just I'm glad. He's being recognized for his efforts. And I think, you know, this move it's only gonna get better moving forward. And you know, AR, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory.
2: Absolutely. I mean, just just tremendous all-around week for the Gators. Sorry about that, guys. Tremendous all-around week for national recognition for the Gators all around ever since that that victory. Um I mean the media has we've become media darlings all of a sudden. Not sure I, I kinda I like it, but a total one a total one eighty
3: to one week to for a total one eighty in terms of That's right, and that's literally one eighty
2: if we have any kind of slip up whatsoever, we under, we know already how that will go. Everybody will say, Well, maybe we were wrong again. And you know, it'll go the other way as quickly as it went this way. So the only way to remedy that is just to keep on winning.
3: And also, really quick, Hirsch, in terms of that jump from the rankings going, you know, from uh, un- unranked to 12 in the AP poll, in my opinion, what that says is, I mean, I didn't personally, the NOE hasn't just, um, uh, not all of us agree, which is fine. Um, but I think what that says is we had a lot of projections, which is what we some of us agreed on. However, they're like, you guys have the ability. But you guys have to prove it. well, guess what we did. They're like, okay, you know what? fine, we'll swallow up you know you're right, you guys are right. You guys played like a top fifteen team, and I think we're ranked accordingly,
2: and it's funny how many people come out of the woodwork then, and uh you know you you hear it all the time rankings don't matter early in the season, this that and the other, but it's awfully um funny to watch all the people now complain that we jumped up all the way to twelfth, you know when rankings don't matter early in the season. <laughs> So, you know. Yeah. Just it's all yeah. going to shake out. By week 8, we're going to have an idea of who's who and, you know, things are going to be where everyone needs to be. Let it play out. It doesn't like like, you know, do rankings matter right now? For trolling? <laughs> I mean, I got it, it a Yeah. So, I mean, you know, just <laughs> Let it play out. You you keep winning. The rankings take care of themselves. That's all that matters yeah. at the end of the day. I've,
3: a certain fo- some certain folks told me games got to be played, but or apparently yeah. it turned out to be game singular.
2: Yeah, but when so. when they get played, they don't they don't like the results when it doesn't go their to their narrative. Yeah. Anyway, that being said, guys, it's Kentucky week, and and we've got some uh some receipts to pull. On this.
3: Yeah. So just uh, start out. Uh, this is, uh Kentucky at a glance. We're all familiar with Mark Stoops. He's entering his tenth uh, season as a head coach of Kentucky. Last week, actually, his win over to Miami of Ohio tied Bear Bryant um, for the programs for being the program's uh, winningest head coach. So we definitely don't want to be on the make make him the winningest with, uh, this coming week. He has a current record of six sixty and fifty three overall. Including 10 and 3 last year. Obviously, don't let that record fool you because he had to build that up from literally nothing from the Joker Phillips era. And there are also, they were picked by most media outlets, including the Antichrist Dan Mullen, to finish second in the SEC East behind Georgia. So there is talent there. What they did, um, however, they did lose three starters from their normal staple of the program, the offensive line, aka the Blue Wall, which you always go by. How good were they exactly last year? Well, they had three NFL starters move on to the NFL, including two that were drafted. That's Darian Kennard and Luke Fortner. They were selected in the NFL drafts, and Dare Rosenthal signed as an uh, undrafted free agent. Now, up their O line moving forward, they still have, they have some holdovers. However, it's um they do have three new starters, but they actually at um each position group uh at, so does five sorry position group each position has a new player. So, you know, some shuffling of the cards there, and I de- definitely think between the crowd noise and our pure talent, it's going to go to our favor. Now, some offseason awards for them. Like, um, like I was saying, they did finish second in the East, so there is talent there. So, um, and first team All-SEC, that would be running back Chris Rodriguez Jr. Now, he's a special case in this scenario. He's not expected to play due to suspension, stemming from an off-season DUI plea deal. His original suspension was from multiple games. And pa- allegedly, this is out of Stoops' control. But I'll believe it when they, um, when, I, when I'm at the game in, on Saturday. Stoops said Monday, Rodriguez was unavailable for the Miami of Ohio game. And he said last Monday, he's expected to have a few players to have multiple game suspensions. He declined then to specify which players are suspended, including Rodriguez. Last season, he had 1,379 yards with 12 touchdowns on the season. Now, uh, for the offensive line, Kenneth, Kenneth Horsey is the second-team SEC, and QB Will Levis is third-team SEC. Now, Levis, he act, I mean, I'm not a big fan of him at all. However, he did, last year he did rank eighth in the SEC in total offensive yards per game at 245.2 yards last season. And another weapon of theirs on offense, wide receiver Tavion Robinson, 13th SEC. But on defense, they're, they're definitely support a solid squad. They're led by linebacker DeAndre Square. That's he's third team SEC. Now last year, he was hurt, however, there, there is some more talent on the offensive line. Uh he uh, he's currently the center, but last year, Eli Cox um he played right guard. He was named uh, a midseason All-American by ESPN at the position in the Associated Press. So um, once again, there is a couple spots where there is significant talent, but there is three, um, five new starters across the line just at the positions. Now moving on to week one with Kentucky uh, um, and versus Miami of Ohio. That the score on that was thirteen Miami of Ohio to thirty seven Kentucky. Now the thing about this is it was truly a tale of two halves. It was only um, – Kentucky was only up by 3-13 like to 10 at the half, and they truly did pull away and forced a well in the second half. Now, that being said, some of the stats on the game. Miami of Ohio, They had a, their script initial drive was, was brilliant. It was for 75 yards and 13 plays for a game-opening touchdown. Drive included a th- third and fourth down conversions, which accumulate, uh, accumulated in a 22-yard touchdown drive. Now, major stat to remember on the game for them, they had – Four QB sacks. This is really big and something we will continue to harp on. Now for Kentucky, Will Levis, he had a decent game. He was 21-32, 303 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. From um, In general, he was inconsistent, though. Though he had one interception and it came in a uh, end zone uh, where he locked in on his uh, tight end for what um, seemed to be a pr- pretty easy touchdown, but it, it, it turned out to be an easy pick for the defense. He also multiple times threw behind his targets and threw unnecessary fastballs. Now, moving down to start, start of that offense, it's going to be wide receiver Tavion Robinson. He has a stat line of six receptions, 136 yards for a 22.7 yard average, and no touchdowns. Also, Barry and Brown had a 100 yard kickoff, a TD kickoff return. Now, their offense, uh, we just covered some of the stats there. However, something that really was a detriment to them that they're actually known for, they had their rushing attack had a grand total of twenty-six carries for fifty yards. Yes, you heard that correct. You heard that correctly. That's one point nine uh, average and that, no touchdowns. Uh, two running backs with some with carries going uh, uh, to be Kavosley Smoke, seven carries for thirty-two yards rushing or four point six yard average. And running back Tom McLean six carries for sixteen yards uh, rushing with two point seven yard average. Now with the defense, now they had three sacks and they did. Sorry, they did play very solid on the um, on the day. Three sacks, four tackles for losses, two forced uh, uh, fumbles, <clears throat> both recovered by cornerback uh, Keydron Smith, but no interceptions on the day. With their special teams. Now, this is in my opinion the uh, best special team unit in the whole entire conference. Uh, they were just absolutely stars, and they won them the game, in my opinion. Barry and Brown, uh, he scored their, like I said, he had a kickoff return for, for the touchdown and 100 yards. That was their first one since 2009. Tavion Robinson had two punt returns for 25 yards at a 12.5 yard average. They also had a block punt, and uh, there's true star on the team besides uh, Tavion Robinson. Going to be Matt Ruffalo um he, he went for 7-7 seven, seven on kickoff touchbacks 4-4 four, four extra points 3-3 three three on field goals at a long of 50 yards and it's, it's just some miscellaneous stats 2 of 8 on third down and 6.1 yards per play and it's just some takeaways from that Chris Rodriguez, Chris Rodriguez, as you can uh, you saw earlier was missed severely Levis looked decent as i said and their old line was just bad period um and their special teams once again is a game changer and some of the injuries the injury bug truly did uh, bite them on this one so they actually lost they were already suffering from depth with rodriguez being out but um they actually lost their fcs all-american transfer raymond jefferson he uh with a torn acl also In the fourth quarter, Juton McClain had to be helped out the field with a lower leg injury. And once again, he had six carries for 16 yards. Now, Hirsch, what do you you want to touch on some of the strengths of the uh, team?
2: You're on mute, Hirsch. My bad guys. That's what it's happens like when you just when you're sitting there letting Mike uh just rock out some of those stats for y'all. I just <laughs> I just want to sit back and listen. Um yeah, absolutely. Uh like you mentioned, I mean special teams, these guys get it done, man. Um kickoff return for touchdown. That was like their first one since like two thousand eight, I believe they said. Um, you know, block punts. I just just stars all over the time, over the place on special teams. These guys really, uh, they, they do special teams. Like we're kind of wishing we do special teams right now. So kind of reminds me of, uh, of, of the urban era and the way we played special teams then. Um, like you said, uh, you know, good receivers. I'm really, really was impressed by what I saw from Tavion Robinson. When I watched their highlights, kid was everywhere. Um, very shifty guy very elusive. I've got a good feeling that uh, Marshall's going to be following him around the field, probably making sure that we keep that kid kind of in our eyes. Um, And I mean, the defense, I mean, you know, the the defense looks solid. I mean, once again, I, I, you know, they're playing Miami of Ohio. So you got to kind of take it with a grain of salt, but you know, in result, you got five punts, two field goals, a fumble, you know, and then flipped it on downs on the final drive. I mean you know the defense played the way they needed to play i mean they I'm sure Stoops would wholeheartedly say they could play better, but they're not they're not gonna they're not gonna allow us i think to just do whatever we want um what are y'all's thoughts on the the strengths of that team?
1: I mean, I feel as far as, uh, you pointed out, I mean, Robinson, Levis to Robinson. We have to take away Robinson. That should be, uh, uh, number one focus, uh, coming into the game, uh, to, to, I don't know, we going to bracket him. I don't know how we're going to go. just let Marshall try to see if he can hold up one-on-one man to man and maybe, uh, focus. If he's that guy, if Marshall's who we think Marshall should be, uh, then you tell Mike, you put him on the island and see how it goes for a little while. And If he struggles, then you maybe double later on in the game. I don't know how Tony is going to approach this. I'd be interested to see uh, how my, uh, Michael, how Marshall has come on as, in the second year and see what we can do. But as far as their strength, that's to me is is it Levis to, to to Robinson. We have to put him in rest. If he has a big day, then we have a long day. So uh, that's that's their strength to me and I, the guy I'm focused on coming into the game.
2: Mike. You got anything to talk about on their strengths? Yeah, just
3: um, not even Robinson. Just uh, overall, uh, just the group as a whole. It is a young group, but there's just there's just talent all over the place. And um, the special teams, I can't like the stats on this is ridiculous. Are ridiculous when you can literally attack from you know everything but the field goal block. I mean, you're, you're blocking punch. You're you know, I think had like a 23 yard return on that one. So that's, you know, it's a huge shift, not even low momentum, but yardage, you know, that kicker is a, a weapon, so almost anywhere on the field and that kickoff return. And so if you just, uh, you know, it's, you know, when you have uh, a, sp- a special teams like that, it can truly change a game when, when you're on a talent disadvantage like they are.
2: For sure. Um, so with that being said, let's talk about some of the weaknesses. I mean. It's hard I to. B- I think the biggest
3: weakness, and I'll uh, touch on it before. Uh, the blue wall has cracks. Um, if not, yeah. cr- it has yeah. fully crumbled. Uh, it's uh, you know I saw that they lost a lot of talent, and apparently they didn't have the upperclassmen or just just pure talent to truly replace it. They're they're bringing back a couple of guys, but they're not at the same positions. So that's one. It's you know it's the second game. They, they they just moved. They benched your left tackle for the, the, the who was their left guard last week so that that tells you how good they were, um he was playing he was a turn but i saw her one guy quoted as and so it's it's like i said the normal staple it's just they're, they're awful right now and that, and that goes down to trickles down to um yes we're missing chris Rodriguez however you know you're rushing for 50 yards overall against uh, you know Miami of Ohio the running backs look like crap so i mean it's I mean, they they're not as talented there. I mean, they some injuries and suspensions, but at the end of the day, you still need to make some yards. So running back depth and pure talent is another thing as well. So, and I just think the consistency that goes with Will Levis. Once again, I don't think he's a good quarterback. I don't care what scout puts him where. He's inconsistent. He always has been. He had he through for I want to say eighty seven yards against a Todd Grantham led offense at home, uh, where he had everything working for him, all the weapons in the world. So he, um, so pretty much, uh, yeah. I I would say that would sum it up because I'm a big fan of their defense overall.
2: Yeah, and and as far as like you were saying, like I watched some highlights of that game. Their offensive line was, I mean, there were plays. where Some of their offensive linemen got just pushed to the ground on on a lot of the plays. I mean, and this is by a much less physical team. So then we're gonna give them so. We'll we'll talk some more about that in a minute. Um, their running game. I mean, their running game is depleted. There, if Rodriguez does not play, they should not be able to run the ball for anything on this. They should not be able to run the ball at all. I mean, they shouldn't touch seventy five yards. No, if they couldn't get fifty yards against Miami of Ohio and twenty plus carries, they better not. I mean, unless they break one long one. And this will go back to our defensive line needing to be in assignments and play contained, and not make some of the mistakes maybe we made against Utah. Um, not saying that Levis is a—I don't think Levis is as mobile and as smart on his feet as Rising was. He but can he move. Can, he can, he he can, can pick a up bit. some yards if he needs. If he needs to pick up the yards, he'll pick up the yards. He can definitely get about fifteen, twenty. So, yards. so don't just go into the game thinking that he can't run on you and then give up a 20, 25, 30-yard run because you just neglected it. To play your assignments. Um, Wes, you want to hit on any of these strengths?
1: I mean, y'all, you know, you witnesses. guys kind of... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys kind of, you know, nailed it. The offensive line to me, when I watched them, uh, uh, a condensed version of the game, uh, I guess my how they got destroyed. I don't, I don't know if that kind of was some of the inconsistent play at quarterback that Mike alluded to, uh, because Robinson had six for what was it, one oh six or something like that. So he was getting the ball to the guys when he had time. It was just when he had didn't have a lot of time. And then that kind of factors into with uh college football sacks counting to rushing. So even though they're saying they only had 50 yards, I would want to know how many of those those four sacks totaled into.
3: I want to say it was only like eighteen yards. It wasn't anything drastic. Okay, it was like something like six, six or eighteen. I mean, I could double check that, but it wasn't like oh my goodness. All right, he is forty yards. So regardless, okay. if you're rushing, yeah. it's less than It's a, it's a FCS school, so there's no excuse for any Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. seventy five yards.
1: Yeah, that that was going into my point. I just want to know how many you know in total that how much that would have been. But still, you still got to go over a hundred and something yards. Every time I mean, when you play an FCS school, like you just stated. Um, so that was, uh, pretty, pretty lethargic. And that was pitiful. I mean, they got to do better. That was anemic, uh, on their part. And that shouldn't be something that we should be able to stop. Shouldn't be like we played Utah, and especially if your two top backs are out, uh, one because of suspension, another because of in- injury. And, uh, I mean, we should be able to dominate them there as far as the O line, uh, as far as hurrying Levis and, and as far as uh, making them one dimensional. Uh, to me, that is a key uh, as far as, uh, their, Offensive line uh, play, it's, it's anemic. And we should be able to dominate with the guys we have up front. I'll be interested to see if our boys can bounce back with sacks this week that they didn't get last week. So, um, yeah, I, I want to see Levis play too as well. Though. I, I want to see what the hype is about. I know he didn't do well against Ty Gratham last year, but I want to see him in this environment, it being loud, in the swamp. I want, I want everybody to because I'm tired of people. To me, it's about me hyping up AR. So. I want to see that. Those guys go one-on-one this week.
2: For sure. Uh, Mike, you had a quote you wanted to share with us.
3: Yeah, so uh, Brett Dawson from the Carrier Journal up in Kentucky. Well, he had a few uh, things in an article of his. And the headline actually starts out, um, there were breakdowns in pass protection. The four sacks allowed the running game that that never got going. So that kind of just touches on, you know, emphasizes what we just spoke about. Some of the highlights from the article. Uh, Levis professed that he never felt more disappointed in a 300-yard, three-touchdown performance in my life. Uh, The offensive line broke down around him, too, and that will be Kentucky's key concern against Florida. Veteran guard Kenneth Horsey was less than 100% in camp, and as he recovered, the Cats found him some practice snaps. Horsey didn't start Saturday. Uh, Yager Burton got the at left guard instead, but he did. See some, some snaps. And Kentucky started redshirt freshman David Wallabaugh at left tackle m- and, uh, making him a first collegiate start against uh guarding uh, QB's TB's blight, black side. So it just uh you know it's just once again touches what we were talking about um, with that O-line. Um they uh David Wallabaugh got benched, but I mean horse got is he good? Yes. Is he injured? Obviously. So we have an injured left tackle. And I'll happily take my defensive ta- my defensive ends over there, Prince Lee and Brayton Cox, the SEC co-defensive lineman, player of the week.
2: For sure. We've definitely got some advantages we need to take advantage of. Um, moving on to Florida, guys, we're not going to talk a whole lot. I mean, obviously, we're not going to sit here and break down our strengths and weaknesses. Uh, we did a lot of that last week. And also, if you – once again, going back, if you want to go listen to our – raw reaction episode we talk a little bit more in depth about what went right what went wrong you know as all that goes what we are going to do is we're going to talk about areas that need improvement in order to beat kentucky this week and um you know we're going to start with uh just getting off the field getting off the field on defense i mean you know obviously that was a big weakness for us in the second half of the game was was getting off the field and letting our defense get some rest um what do you guys think about, you know, as far as that goes about the defense and what we need to do to get off the field?
1: Got to win on first and second down. I said this last week, a lot of people and fans and media, what it was their third down conversion? It was third and four. That's that, that's advantageous for the offense. We got to make it third and six and plus. You got to, we got to do that. Got to win on first and second down kind of put behind the sticks. That's something we failed against Utah. Um, we got to do better in that area. If You win first and second down, you put yourself in better position to to uh, to to win third down. That's football one on one. I mean, I'm pretty sure D coordinators talk about that. That's something that you got to do. You got to win on first and second down uh, to put yourself in better positions to win on third down. Because if you look at the numbers, it, it's it's harder to get third and six and plus than it is to get third four and on in. Because that at that point, the offense coordinator can do a lot of things. I remember I think Hurst talked about it. Uh, uh in the podcast on sunday about he was hoping that they were going to pass on a third and four or five or something they ran the ball i mean when things like that happen you you gotta i mean you you give the office coordinator you at his will because he can do anything uh and then if you're they're on plus side of the field it might they might run for three yards and it's fourth and one then they're going for the four so i mean you went early put them behind the sticks and 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 that's how you that's to me that's the, the key to getting off the field
3: Um, just gonna kind of, uh, expand on what Wes said, but um, just in general, get the defense, and because it, and preserve the defensive line. Yeah, our defensive line, it's um, our weakness is defensive line depth. So it actually matches up perfectly. Our weakness, our our weakness is their weakness in terms of this uh, offensive line. So that, that should help us. It's not a strength like a going against strength like Utah. But at the end of the day, you got to get off the field. You have to get off the field. Gervin Dexter cannot get 68 snaps. If he does, you're not going to get an all-SEC player, uh, first-round caliber talent, because he's too winded. You can't have Desmond Watson playing 28 snaps. So you need to be able to get off the field, not sustain those long drives, uh, get in and it goes to the west of the point, uh, win early, win, um, win first down. You know, you can't start at first, second and four. You know, you get him in that down, that down and distance, you know, and uh, you, you win those early downs, you know, it's, it's going to let P- Brenton Cox, you know, P- uh truly put the ears back and go. So, you know, it all, everything adds up at, um, at, uh, at the end of the day. So he just, once again, he's just got to get up the damn field. Um. But, uh, oh, sorry. It's one more thing. Just, um, no turnovers, you know, that's another, another thing.
2: Yeah. I mean, that, that's got to me. That was going to be the biggest point is let's, let's play clean football this week. Uh, let's not take any momentum out of our sales whatsoever or out of the crowd. Uh, you know, just, just keep pounding away at it. Take what's there, put both hands on the ball. I always want our backs to fight for extra yardage, but just just put the ball away. You know, let's let's if you've got a big game, let's tuck it away and get, take what you got and and keep the ball in our possession. Keep the clock moving. Keep Levis off the field. That's that's a that's the biggest deal to me. Um, hey, and Hurst, yeah. Uh, another couple
3: of things we got to contain because, like you were saying, Levis he does have you know he's he's not slow, but the main thing. Finish your pressures. We did get you know near. Uh, we had I want to say uh, we had about four. We had five hurries last game. No no sacks. So you got to fin- finish your pressures.
2: For sure, for sure. Um. So we're going to do this every week. We're going to pick our impact player that we each think you know is going to have the biggest impact on the game this week. I'm going to start off with Wes. Wes, who's your impact player?
1: Yeah, this week I'm going to go with Ricky, uh, Ricky Prasad. I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, uh, we did take some, a few shots, uh, even the one, the 49, we took one shot, but I don't want to say we took a shot because the ball was never thrown. But even on the play, on, on the one that AR ran, uh, that, that was a, that was a deep shot play. Uh, but of course, uh, they covered up the, the two guys, uh, one deep and I think one coming across the middle. So, uh, he did what, uh, God gave him the ability to do and he ran it for 49 yards but um I'm hoping that we can take a couple shots this game see if we can open up a little bit. Utah had a great secondary that was probably the strength of their defense. One of the strengths of the defense, probably the strength of the defense. So, uh being that that I don't think that Kentucky is up to that level. Uh, I I want to see Ricky get off cuz everything the AR threw to him last week. I mean, that kid was snatching it and you can see the burst that he has. Um even as though a little, even though he kind of got hit as soon as he caught the ball come across the middle. So I want to see him in open space and, see, and let that kid fly. So that's my pick to click this week.
2: Mike?
3: Ken Harp, I'll bring him up again. Brent Cox, co-defensive uh SEC, the player, uh, the lineman, D-lineman of the week. He he's gonna eat bottom line. He's uh he's he played tremendous last week, uh, he, and that was against a strong um, veteran uh, Utah offensive line this week. They are the Chicks, this is bottom line. They are not a good they are not a good offensive line. Their left tackle is injured. Their right tackle is Juco. The former Juco guy He's never really established himself. So uh, he's – and especially we get him in third and long, like we're, uh, Wes and I keep saying – but we also, uh, yes, they have talent on the outside. But I mean, we have the, we also have talent as well. You know, between Devin Moorhelm, Helm, uh, Marshall—that's just to name a few. So we can actually, if it's playing man up, you know, we don't have to, you know, safety over top all the time. And that's not even counting potential blitzes. So we're going to bring some heavy pressure. Uh, just like Miami of Ohio, they use some stunts and everything, and uh, that's really going to assist with you know, bring Cox, you know, truly uh, getting to the quarterback.
2: Both good picks. Both good picks. Um, I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with Agent Zero, Trey Dean. Trey led a team in tackles last week, fourteen tackles. It was really good in run support, I think. Um But this week, I wanna see him in coverage. I wanna cause cause they're gonna throw the ball. I mean, without a doubt, the ball's gonna be in the air. I wanna make sure I wanna see him attacking the guys with the ball in there i want to see him i'd like to see him get a pick this week i'd really like to see trey get a pick maybe get a good return it's been a long time i feel like since we've seen a safety pick (laughs) it just feels like it's been a long time and i'd I'd really like to see us snatch one over the middle and and take it the other way and you know really just
1: and please hold on to the ball now i was about to say there's probably since Torrance, even though he got the pick, I wish he got hadn't got against Georgia last year when he ran was like on the one yard line. He had to bring it back out, and that's when the avalanche happened. But that carry on. I won't talk about that. Bad memories. Go ahead. <laughs> that <the>
3: last season <laughs> didn't happen. Correct. <Kirk>, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
2: what, what, what's the last season? Um, all right. Well, and once again, like we're going to do it every week, guys. We're going to now we're going to just go through and we're going to kind of talk about our keys to victory and what each of us thinks needs to happen for us to take the W home Saturday night. Um, Mike. Start us off. What are your keys?
3: Pressure. Pressure burst pipes. Um between uh once again, Brenton Cox. Um, you know Miami, Ohio, how they got their pressure. I was I kind of talked about it. It got to be a twist, stunts, and blitzes. You know, I Tony definitely has the ability to do that. He can he can be a lot more loose with his defense. Uh the uh this game, you know, just based on, you know, his, his opponent. So uh, just once again, if you get pressure, uh, Will Levis will, you know, will collapse 87 yards last year. He does not have the ability, even though he has talent outside, he doesn't have a running game. So you don't have to stack the box at all. You can just put, you know, maybe two backers in there, whatever. So once again, if you put pressure, it's good. He, he will fold.
2: Wes, what are your keys?
1: Yeah, I'm uh... – Similar to some of the things that Mike said, but uh, I would like to see a lot of more games uh, meeting up front with the D-line, uh, with the crowd noise and uh, everything. I would love to see you know, Tony be a little bit more creative with blitz packages and things like that. So, that, like I was saying, that they don't have a real good uh, first – I mean, they don't have a really good running game, so hopefully they should be in a lot of second and tens, third and eights. So, to me, doing that is, uh will be big, and I think that will give a, that'll be advantageous for us on our defense. Maybe we can see those things that I just you know spoke about as far as the games on third down. Maybe that's the reason why we couldn't see a lot of things on third and fourth. Or it's kind of hard to do things because you really kind of have the offense supporting his merch because you don't know what he's going to do. So, um, that is something that I'm looking forward to as far as uh, – uh, or not looking forward to that I think is uh, some keys to the victory. And, and stopping Robinson. Uh, Robinson, I uh, mentioned that earlier to me, you want to, whoever their best guy with Rodriguez, not on the field, Robinson's their guy. We don't care. We don't really give too much credit to Levis. So Robinson's that guy got to take him out of the ball game. He can't go for what he did against Miami. Even Miami. I don't want that. Six, one six is too much. I don't, I don't, I don't need him to have a pedestrian game. And to me that those are the keys to victory. And I'm going to keep hopping on this until I see it. I want a clean game. No turnovers, no penalties, man. No turnovers. You got to win.
2: All right, well, mine are pretty simple. One, we need to get up and stay up. I want us to get the lead, build a lead, keep the lead. I don't want this back-and-forth stuff this week. I'd, I'd really like to see us break their spirits before halftime. I mean, I want to see us really put the pressure on them. With no run game, it, it should. we should put all the pressure in the world on them to have to make passes and you know, I I just want to see us get the pressure on a man. I want to see us just make make Levis. I want Levis to prove that he's a big time quarterback because I don't think he is. He um, was a good quarterback. I want to see us uh, do. I want to do to them what they did to us last year. I want to see seven, eight, nine false starts in the swamp. I want I want them to feel the frustrations we felt last year. You know, this year with with the crowd and everything, I know they're practicing crowd noise in an open practice field. Well, that don't work. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. That ain't that ain't gonna do it, guys. Um, and, you know, and just just pressure these guys. Run the ball. Run the ball. Run the ball. Our our off our offensive line ought to be able to just bust them in the mouth and do what we want to do. I know a lot of people are talking about. Well, AR didn't do a lot of passing. Guess what? If AR doesn't need to pass, don't pass. You're far more likely to turn it over in the air than you are on the ground. And if our run game is averaging five, six, seven yards a carry, I don't care if you run it every single play, to be very honest with you. Keep doing it until they stop it. Hell, it worked for LSU against us last year. You know, <laughs>
1: hey,
2: I, I'm telling you now. Hey, it, it, it's it's the Madden mentality. I'm going to do it till you stop me. I'm going to run the same play over and over and over again <laughs> until you stop me. And that's yes, just so. the way it is.
3: It was little. It was literally a team in high when I in high school that did that. They literally ran the same play. And if you Our can't stop it.
2: If you can't. Unless you stop, ran the Look, my dad was a football coach and his mindset was this. He ran three plays out of a wing T formation and he said, I'm gonna run the same three damn plays until they stop me. And I said, Well, you can't really argue with that if you're scoring 40 points a game. <laughs> yeah, All right, guys, absolutely. score prediction this and, time. My, Wes, what's your no, score? Hey, Hirsch. Yes, yes.
3: Yeah, I actually forgot a couple of these. Um, a couple of those, if you don't mind. Yep. Lee also just let AR be AR. You know, don't force the issue, just you know, let him do his thing. You know, make that once again make that O-line crumble with um with the swamp. Make let make uh will Levis beat you. Maul the um offensive line. I'm sorry, defensive line be with our O line. Get them on third and long pressured offensive tackles. Here's the biggest key. Win a special teams battle. No big plays allowed. And uh, well, like what West Wes said, contain Tavion Robinson.
2: Absolutely. All right. Now we're going to get to the score predictions, guys. Wes, what do you got? What's the score going to be?
1: Thirty-four, thirteen, UF. Woo! Blowout. Woo! Mike.
3: Thirty-four, sixteen.
2: What is this? The Price is Right?
1: <laughs> they got a good field goal kicker. <laughs> I gave it two. <laughs>
2: oh. oh, that's good stuff. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Um, shush. I'm gonna go thirty-one seventeen. I don't, I don't, I think we're gonna control the ball too much to score over that. I think, but at the same point, I think we'll give up a touchdown late, maybe. What's
1: your score? I'm, I'm, I'm counting two. it too. Mine's thirty-one
2: seventeen. Thirty-one seventeen Gators, two touchdown gotcha. win, but I think we give up a touchdown late. I think we got it in hand, and they and they grab one late on us when we're kind of maybe got a few younger guys playing. You know, yeah, um all right, well, that's what we think, guys, um you know if if you if you argue if you think we, we got something wrong, let us know, man, well uh, we like to hear fans' feedback on um maybe what we didn't say, maybe what you think is the key to the game, hit us up on Twitter, you know, we say it all the time, at respect our d c n man, hit us up, tell us what you think. We'd love to see. Maybe if you're right, we'll give you a shout-out next episode. And that being said, guys, we're going to get to our uh, weekly um, pick-ems now, man. Um, last week,
1: oh, God,
2: it, hates, it pains me to say this. <laughs> Mike took home the, the dub last week with an 8-2 and two record.
3: Can I get the sound, I, mean, I mean, are, uh, we, are, we, are, are we really
2: I know, are I know we our shocked?
3: Are, are we shocked here?
2: Our collective fan base is like, damn it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what Mike knows ball, oh,
1: and I got robbed.
3: Yeah. It should have been. It should have been nine and one. But App State,
1: well, man, we I can. You can say. Day. I can say that too.
3: You Penn picked Purdue. You picked Purdue had him, man. Purdue had I'm him. The underdog. West that? Uh, uh, yeah. Six you?
2: and four because he picked Oregon to beat Georgia. But we're not, not going to say that. App State.
3: They were the underdog. You, you were done after
2: the first day. But, Appalachian what, State was is never an underdog.
1: Oh man. No. I'm you said Purdue was an underdog. Well, what is App? App's not an underdog? Pick them this week. Didn't him against I didn't see
2: him as one. Well, not, pick like them If they score 60 points against the <laughs> – <laughs> They ain't much of an underdog. But
1: well, Pick them against Texas A&M this week. Let me see what, let me see what you at. Pick them this week against uh-huh. Texas I A&M.
2: hear you. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're going to pick this slate of games. And joining us now for our weekly Pick'Em is our first guest picker of the week. CJ McCann, he does all of our artwork for Twitter and YouTube. Man, he just tremendous help to the show. CJ, how you doing, brother?
0: Man, I'm doing great. Even better, I'm here with you guys. What's up, CJ? How you doing, man? Man, we're man. so happy to have you on. I'm glad. I'm glad to be here. We've
2: been talking <laughs> about this for a while, man. Having yeah, CJ
0: on, yeah, I, I appreciate it, guys. This means a means a whole lot, you know. I just I enjoy doing the graphics and stuff, you know. I was like. Man, I saw the, the first thing that, that Hurst posted. I said, man, I can't let my boys go out there with, with, Snapchat, with the Snapchat font. And, and, and I said, man, I got, nothing. I could go in the. He tried, man. He, like tried. God love oh, he tried. Do something here.
2: Hey, I told Wes from day one that, that graphics was going to be the hard part because that ain't my thing.
3: Look, I look, I, I've got a lot of – We actually shot out a flare gun.
2: I, I have a lot of <laughs> abilities. Uh But that ain't one of them. Art, art in any way, shape, or form is not not one of them. Um, I'm I'm a simple country boy and and commas.
1: <laughs> Mike,
2: Mike is a grammar Nazi, and um we're not going to get into that right now. Because <laughs> if y'all see him tweet something and it don't look right, I want y'all to make sure y'all hit Mike up hey, on y'all his Mike, Mike, Let
0: Mike know, he just, he's,
3: let he's Mike know that he misspelled a
2: word. My sons and, today all right guys we're gonna start it off strong with the with the with um hook them Texas Alabama guys Texas Alabama anybody anybody here think CJ what do you think about Texas Alabama
0: yeah I'm telling you right now I think Texas scores a touchdown late to make it 56 to seven. <laughs> Woo! Um, I think Alabama, I think Alabama's going to, I think Alabama's going to have 14 on Texas before the band stops playing the national anthem. That's, that's what I think. DJ, they need to be DJ is good. not
2: lying that Texas is, no,
0: banned, no, no, no. I think Texas is talented, but they're young. I, I think that they've, they've still got some growing pains out there and this is going to be a big growing pain. It's going to be a kidney stone of a growing pain.
2: <laughs> guys, do you all, guys do you all have any different thoughts than CJ on that? Or are we all uh, I, I like, think I this mean, is unanimous,
1: bamble, yeah. man. No, I mean, I think it's unanimous.
3: I, I can't pick a team whose quarterback's car got towed during the game.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, I, I I got a feeling uh I forgot about Will that. An- Will Anderson might knock the mullet off of old yours uh, <laughs> this week. <one. laughs> oh <No>, boy. <laughs> And, and Sark being across the sidelines, I don't think that, I, you know, Nick likes to beat up on his old coaches. So I got a feeling this one will be extra, extra bitter. Um, yeah. All right. Well, Alabama, I don't guess that was real hard. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to, uh, let's head on up to big orange now, guys. Tennessee pit. a little bit harder of a game, I think. Um, maybe not, though. I mean, Tennessee, looks Tennessee's offense looked pretty impressive last uh, last week. What y'all think, CJ? You you, you lead us all.
0: I like uh, I like Pitt having momentum. I, I'm going to take Pitt. I, they're coming off a big win in the backyard brawl, and with Tennessee, a team that hadn't won anything in 30 years, you're going to have to prove to me that you're really back. I've heard Tennessee's back for the last 15, 20 years, and yet I haven't seen it. If they, if this will be a good step, if they do it, if they beat Pitt, but I think Pitt's riding momentum. They pulled off a big win last week in the backyard brawl. They got them at home at Heinz Field. I feel like it's going to be another show out by the Pitt fans. I think, I think Pitt takes it. I think they show Tennessee up. I think Pitt has got the offense to run with them.
2: I like it. I like it. Wes, what you think? what you think, Wes?
1: That was a good analysis, CJ. Um,
2: that was good. Yeah. CJ prepared. I sent him these picks hey, this morning. He's not messing
1: around, man. I sent yeah. him the picks
2: this morning so he could be well prepared for y'all. Yeah.
0: I got to tell
3: you got a
2: teleprompter there.
0: Who me? Yeah, I'm reading off of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you see said <laughs> CJ wife made these picks. So I'm just going to
1: go. That's good stuff, man. I'm gonna. I'm I'm going with uh CJ as well. I'm going with Ooh. Pitt. I'm not a believer in Tennessee, and I want I, something wants me to put my heart wants them to win because I want to go down there four and zero, well three and zero, and I want that game to be big down there in Knoxville. Um, but for some reason, they're going to let me down, and I'm not going to pick. That. I, I did it last week, and I picked Bo Nicks to, to to keep it close against Banner. I'm not falling back in that trap. Uh, I'm going with Pittsburgh this week.
2: All right, Mike.
3: Tennessee sucks. So, um, I don't. All jokes aside, so I don't, that offense is a. It's a recipe. It, it's it's not a good matchup against Pitt. Pitt has a really good uh, overall solid defense. They have a really good defensive line. So that offense is going to um They're going to get a couple three and outs. they're their a killer defense. It's going to get them winded. Um, Pitt is solid enough. Slopes. It's a, they have a solid offense. They're going to win
2: probably about about eleven to twelve points. All right, all right. This is going to be my one shout out in the year to Larray and Ludon Tennessee. Um, I think I think Tennessee is going to win this game. I hate saying that. Got it, it. I feel dirty. I feel like I need to shower after saying it. <laughs> but I hate um,
1: Tennessee man,
2: I hate Tennessee. Wes, your <laughs> mic is muted. Um, <laughs> But, um, no, I was just saying,
1: I I wouldn't mind if they win. They'll make a full good game in, in a couple of weeks.
2: Yeah, yeah I, I'd, I'd rather have them have their heads bloated when they play us, to be very honest with you. but um, Oh,
1: yeah. All right.
2: Well, let's move it on down the road, fellas. We're going to pick one right now, top 25 matchup, Baylor-BYU. Hit us off, CJ. Start us off. Who's winning? Baylor-BYU.
0: Uh, it's going to be a rough, rough couple of Saturdays for uh, Utah sports fans. <laughs> you, know, you get you get Utah State gets throttled by Alabama. And then Utah loses a heartbreaker in the swamp. And I think Dave is gonna take those Baylor Bears and that defense is just gonna shut them down. I, I don't I don't think BYU wins this. I like Baylor. I like Baylor to win the big twelve. I think Baylor is a backdoor pick for the playoff, really. I think that yep. they could really run that gamut over there. Oklahoma's got some things they gotta figure out. Texas isn't, you know, usually a threat. You know, West Virginia maybe, um, but they lost to Pitt. So, I think that you're looking at a, a really good Baylor football team. I, I'd take Baylor in this game. I think BYU loses. There's no slide against BYU. I just really believe in what Dave Miranda's doing.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Wes? I agree, CJ. Um, I'm rolling with Baylor, too. I like that sneaky pick back door into the playoff as well. I think their biggest challenge out there will be Oklahoma State. Uh that though, though they might be the two teams that are battled out for that Big Twelve title, but yeah, Baylor. I, I believe in a Miranda as well. I don't know how long they may be able to keep him there, um, but yeah, Baylor. Baylor take the victory.
2: Mike, could
3: it be uh, sorry, uh, Brigham Young, but I'm gonna have to go with uh, okay. Baylor, and uh, I'm a, and I'm a huge like uh, CJ said, I'm a huge believer in uh, Dave Miranda. Uh, Dave Aranda, sorry. He's a phenomenal coach and uh, he's best kept secret, so not called football.
2: Yeah, my sister's a graduate of Baylor University. I, I, I couldn't wholeheartedly not pick Baylor and not have, be in trouble. So um, I'm going to go ahead and I'll, I'll make it four for four on the Baylor pick there. All right. Staying out there in the Midwest, Iowa State at Iowa. CJ. What you got for us?
0: Man, I'm telling you, this, this game, here, that, that that's a – you see I see that Iowa didn't score a, a touchdown at all against whoever the heck they played, the school for the deaf and blind. I, I don't – I mean, how is most of your offense to safeties? You're rolling into that game. I'm taking the Cyclones, man. I just feel like the Cyclones can at least put up some points. And, and at this point, if Iowa can't, can't beat, you know – uh Mary Persons High School. <laughs> I, 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 I don't. I don't have any faith in the Hawkeyes. I mean, my uncle's a big Hawkeyes fan. He's from Des Moines, but I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm taking the Cyclones. I don't. I don't think they have any offense to speak of to to, to score some points.
2: Oh man, that's great,
1: Wes. Can I can I go last, minute? I'm, I'm still
2: thinking. Okay, I'm, I'm <laughs>
1: Yeah, Iowa State can't beat them though for some reason, They they lost everybody. So I'm still thinking. Okay, go ahead. All right,
2: we'll give you we'll give you a million for now. Uh, Mike, what you got?
3: I actually saw tweeters like It was like, uh, Iowa really made those kids in a hospital watch that game. So, <laughs> God, that gave me a little chuckle. But I'm gonna have to go with the Fighting Mike Campbell's, Matt Matt Campbell's. Um, definitely, in- I'm, not tr- I'm not trusting uh, Iowa after that game. Actually, hey, can I cool? Oh, hey, I'm sorry. Can I, can I take this back?
1: <laughs> it's I, a hard pick, man. It's no, hard can I take pick it back? It's not a hard. Home. It's
3: not a hard pick. <laughs> can, I, can I take it back?
2: Yeah,
3: go ahead. Iowa, Iowa State never beats Iowa. That's what That's I just said never. That's why it's a hard they pick. They don't know.
1: I no. They. I forgot. Yeah, they never would, never beat would. Iowa. Right. Never. But yeah, if they don't, don't do it this
0: time, if Iowa State <laughs> doesn't do it this time, I better not hear Matt Campbell come up for another <laughs> coaching job. <laughs> In this <laughs> dead gum century, I'm sorry, man. That I mean, man that's has why I'm come torn.
1: up every year, and he's still at Iowa State. <laughs> you're you right, CJ? That's why I'm torn. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You got to make it, a it, ch-
2: now. You got to make a point. A pick.
1: They're going right, to hold five points. I'm telling you. Huh? Uh,
3: I was going to hold him to five points.
2: They're <laughs>
3: I'm to five on,
2: points.
3: I'm Yo, you going against think my Mac-
1: defense? Matt Campbell
3: gets a gun. You go against that defense,
2: a, son? You looking right. at offense. I'm looking at my defense. All right. We got it on paper. West says Iowa State. I'm also, for some reason, gonna give Matt Campbell the benefit of the doubt in this game. And maybe he finally figures out a way to get it done. We got to okay. catch up with Mike somehow, so we got to take some risk out <laughs> hey, in the street. Hey, streets. I'll tell you what. <laughs> me, me and those children, bro. That's,
3: That's for why the kids
1: I do it for the good. kids. He needs to pick before it's hers, because he, he's the leader. We gotta, I gotta flip my picks for him. Gotta put some pressure on him. On him. Yeah, that's what They're making
0: wish It's going to be a better football team to watch from their <laughs> hospital window.
2: All right, well, we brought hey, this I'll, up. A, I'll, I'll clean the,
0: I'll clean the glass myself.
2: Okay, now hold on. Now we brought it up a second ago. Now we're gonna give Wes a a, a chance to stay in the in the paint with this. Um, App State at Texas A and M. CJ, take us him? off.
1: Yo, I'm like <laughs> this is.
0: This is rough. I I mean, I just think North Carolina's that bad. I think they have no defense. So I'm gonna have to go with AM. At some point, at some stinking point, Jimbo Fisher's gonna have to put this together. I mean, he's got all the talent in the world. And he happened. shouldn't even be on the same planet scoreboard with an app state. So you've got to take Texas AM. I might look like an idiot because Jimbo's got a good, you know, streak of probably losing some games or you know, having some closer games that he probably shouldn't and then turn around and he'll beat Alabama somehow. But you got to take A&M here. App State, you know, just played a really bad North Carolina defense.
2: Mike, we're going to make you go first this time. Wes is thinking. Which, with what?
3: App State? App uh, State. and him?
2: Yeah. Y'all ready for this? Oh, <laughs> he ain't doing it.
1: <laughs> Won't he? Won't he? I have to see it to believe. It. Give me out of State, baby! Oh, give me out of State! <laughs> Playing the Mountaineers. Let's go, Mountaineers.
3: <laughs> Boone, North Carolina, the most gorgeous Mike, campus got a in the country. Piece. Let's oh, Mike's go! I got a side
1: piece in
2: Boone. Let's I'm telling you right now, hey, ladies and shout gentlemen. Shout out to my boy Denny, graduate, life at State
1: lifer. I hope he's. Go ahead, right. Wes. I hope he's right. I'm going with am going a and I hope he's right, though. Oh, I'd love App State to win. Yeah. I'd I love App State win to win. win. They, I love.
2: I love nothing more in the world. App State to win. I love Boone, North Carolina. Boys, oh just my put God! Up 60. Man, but Woo. I I think they fight them. I think they give them three good quarters of fight, and I think A and M pulls away in the fourth. And now, with, not with that quarterback, <laughs> <laughs> they make or a quarterback, quarterback
3: change. Maybe not with that quarterback.
2: Well, well, we'll see who's right mm-hmm. next week. We'll see. All right. Now Before we're I back get into, point? I get point. Yeah, I'm you fine. might get a point. Staying in the SEC, guys. South Carolina at Pig Suey, Arkansas. CJ, hit us up. Uh I after what I saw from South
0: Carolina against Georgia State, <laughs> I, I gotta take the hogs. I love KJ Jefferson. Uh, I think K J Jefferson is is you know, he's built kind of like an Anthony Richardson. He's in that kind of mold. Not Anthony Richardson. But he's, he's in that kind of mold. He's that kind of guy. He's an athlete. He's going to win you games. He's going to keep you in games. I think South Carolina's still a couple of years away. Um, I think Shane Beamer's on the right track. I mean, he's recruiting pretty well. He's got some good players over there. I just, I don't know, Spencer Rattler's ho-hum. And a Georgia State team, and Georgia State's not horrible, but they're not they're not supposed to, to do that. Uh, I don't think so. So I'm, I'm taking the Hogs. I think the Hogs are probably going to end up finishing second in the West out there this year, based on what I've seen from LSU and Auburn and all those I like guys.
2: It. I like
1: it. Uh, yeah, um, he doesn't. My dog doesn't like it that. all. Yeah, Baxter, <laughs> you to tell Baxter to go to go what? Yeah, Sam Pittman is my my guy. I picked Sam uh, Sam Pittman and, and the Hogs to finish second in the West as well. And uh, if Rattler can't win with Lincoln Riley as his head coach. And being the quarterback coach and, and teaching him after what he's just put out back to back to back, then he just can't win. So I'm not I'm not a fan of Rally. So Hogs, Hogs got that. Mike. Right.
3: Pick Suey. Um once again, I might have spent two Rattler fans mentally weekend. He's a wow. uh, he's a piece of shit. And but the bottom line, it, they uh, should have at least gone O T against uh, ECU. And this show is not a really a good football team, so I'm going with a uh, uh, not uh, it, forgot the court uh, was it KJ
2: Jefferson is that a quarterback name? Yeah, mm-hmm. and
3: mm-hmm. Art Bryles and gang, So,
2: boy, I tell you right now, guys, I'm glad we don't play Arkansas this year. That that would be a damn fight. I'd I'd be a little bit worried in that game. I'd have a I'd have a hard time with that one right now. We'll the no doubt. <laughs> um. Yeah, and any team that – that, I mean, you know, I watched some of the highlights of that South Carolina game. If you're out there struggling with Georgia Tech B, um, you know, <laughs> I, we talked about it last week. Spencer Rattler is kind of I – I don't think that's a – I don't think he's a good blend there. I don't think he's – I don't think that's going to be a good situation at all when it's all said and done. Um, I got to go with Arky myself on this one. Things can go really bad, really fast. Really fast, unless they remove up. him. He has Be- that. Beamer, we'll find out what kind of. He... We'll find out what kind of CEO Beamer is dealing yes. with that kid this year. Um, going, uh, staying in the SEC, uh, splitting an ACC-SEC matchup here. Number 20, twenty-two, Wake Forest at at Vandy. CJ,
0: man, Sam Hartman's coming back this week for Wake Forest. Yep. But I think he's going to be rusty. I mean, you've got to be. I mean, he's had, I guess, no contact or any kind of real playing practice with that kind of injury. And, man, Vanderbilt is stinking rolling. I, I love that quarterback at Vanderbilt. Man, they are entertaining to watch. I think that Wake Forest is just going to be a little rusty. They're going to be a little behind. Give me the Commodores this week. I think I think Vandy's going to get off to a 3-0 start for the first time since, uh, I think, dinosaurs walked the earth. Uh, so, <laughs> so give 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 Vanderbilt the nod this week over a Wake Forest team that's going to be a little rusty. I think I don't think Hartman's going to be where he could be yet. I think that that Wake Forest could rebound. And I think he could get better through the season, and I think they could really be competitive in the ACC. But
2: right now Vanderbilt's got a lot of momentum behind him, so I'm taking the Commodores. Mike, who you think? Wake and Vandy. Is that a new quarterback though? or the the, the veteran? Wait. yeah, Wait,
1: yeah, yeah. He's yeah. he coming clear, back. Right? He got cleared. Yeah, he, got, he cleared. got cleared. He's
2: back from his uh, yeah, blood clot surgery. Oh, oh. It's wake by double
3: digits. It won't be close.
2: <laughs> Wes,
1: <sighs> I'm gonna go awake too. He's he's in the advantage. He's following
0: CJ and I, bro. I took
2: CJ, CJ called Vandy. Oh, I, I took Vandy. Vandy. I took the Harvard to the South. CJ's That's... CJ's in the in the minority because yeah, I'm taking Wake as well. Vandy,
1: yeah. I like I like Vandy's coach. All that trash he was talking to SEC Media Day saying we're gonna win the SEC, we're not gonna be a battle feeder. Like, I they look good. Cute, it's cute to talk.
2: I like his confidence, I don't like his I team. <laughs>
3: I mean, hey,
2: is it baseball? <laughs> is it a baseball game? Is it a decathlon? Know. I mean, is it a spelling game? <laughs> um, <let's laughs> quiz bowl. The quiz bowl. Wait for us in Vanderbilt. Let's head back out Midwest. Um, It's another questionable slate of games this week, people. Y'all got to kind of bear with us on some of these. It's just what we could pick. <laughs> yeah, well, 24. her send me a message. He says,
0: Hey, we're gonna get you on with a better slate of games. And I was like, okay, so I go week two, and I said, man, what 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 game is am I missing here? I got, I got <laughs> Michigan and and Hawaii on the on the
1: docket. <laughs> Trust me, when I looked
2: at it, I was like, man, I, I I don't know if we shouldn't have had him last week as bad. As <laughs> <this>. <laughs> um, number twenty four, Houston at Texas Tech. CJ, what you think about those those guys that I don't know anything about? Oh man, Houston, <laughs> Houston. Houston
0: came, you know, this stinking close to losing the University of Texas San Antonio last week. I mean, it was just by the skin of their little teeth they got out of that thing. Um, and then, then I don't know a whole lot about Texas Tech. So, I mean, this is like a toss-up. You know what? Just give me the Cougars. I, I think maybe they rebound this week. Maybe, they, maybe they've learned something from last week They're they're about with the roadrunners. Maybe the roadrunners are just some powerhouse waiting to bloom that we don't know about. But Roadrunners always win. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mike, what you think about yeah. this, this pivotal matchup? <laughs>
3: Going with the home team. Oh, I gotta get the Red Raiders. I like I like that coach oh. as well. Cut feeling. Wes Going with Houston.
2: Houston,
3: it is. This week is where champions will be made.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, we really, truly. I'm going to so go chance. ahead. And, wait for that app state game, baby. You wait for that app state game. Just start tagging me and say, "Got it's." You know, I'm
2: going to go yeah, ahead and take here. Texas Tech on this one as well because I, I like the home team. I don't know enough. I don't know enough about either team to argue one way or another. So go with the home team. <laughs> All right. Um golly, this is like this next one's like picking your stepmother versus your you know <laughs> Louisville and U UCF guys. Oh boy Ugh, gross. CJ, what you think?
0: Louisville got bludgeoned by Syracuse. I'm talking beat them out the building. I I I'm taking UCF. I, I don't know why, really, other than just you, you can't get beat that bad by Dino Babers and freaking <laughs> Syracuse Orange men up there in the carrier dome and just convince me you have a good football team. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I got I to go with, with the Knights on this one.
1: Wes? Yeah, I'm going with the Knights as well, man. Uh, I hate to do it, but Louisville, I was thinking it would be good to share, but same on Louisville.
2: Mike, I know who you're
1: probably picking, but go ahead and tell us why. I'm going to the, um, the skill
3: position killer himself, Gus Mazan, and uh, UCF. Yeah,
2: this this team is just built right for for Gus. I God, I hate picking UCF to do he's anything. He's got a perfect.
3: Good. He's got a perfect team for him. Pl- plumnia a
2: quarterback. I. It's oh his best. It's his best quarterback since uh, Nick Marshall. Oh yeah, he's he's. He's in the catbird seat right now with what he's got around him. He's he's probably gonna run away with that whole thing this year. <coughs> All right. Last game on the slate. Back to the SEC, Mississippi State, Arizona. CJ, take it home on us, man. Yeah, hey
0: man. Give me give me Stark Vegas. Give me the, the cowbells. Give me the Bulldogs. I got a good friend who's a Mississippi State fan, so I'm taking the dogs. Um I I, I like I like Will Rogers. Plain and simple, I like Will Rogers. I think Will Rogers is probably one of the top five quarterbacks in the SEC. He throws that ball all over the place. I love his arm. I love his talent. I think Mike Leach is going to put him in a position to really put up a lot of yards and produce one of those really good quarterbacks. So I'm taking Mississippi State. I don't really see much out there at Arizona. They've gone through a few head coaches. There's really nothing to get excited about out there. It is going to be a bit of a journey for them to go out to Arizona the game's slated for eleven o'clock on our time zone. I mean, you know, you know, <laughs> I'll be, I'll be walking out of, of Ben Hill Griffin about that time when they kick off. So I give give me the Bulldogs. I, I think they take it against Arizona. Maybe I'll catch the fourth quarter
1: when I get back to my hotel.
2: Awesome. Um. Wes,
1: yeah, I think that will only be like an hour for them though, for Mississippi State because they had like an hour. They are like. Central time, right? Mississippi, I believe. Yeah, they're an hour behind. Yeah, us. so okay. I'm, I'm with you. Though. I'm gonna go with Leach. I'm gonna go with Leach. Um, I think he just he he's, he does what he does, and Arizona does is, has nothing to stop what Mississippi State is going to do. Um, so like you said, they change coaches frequently. It was Arizona State. I might go. Um, that might be different for me, but it's not Arizona State, so I'm gonna go with Mississippi State.
2: Mike.
3: I'm gonna go with the uh one of the best followers on Twitter, Mike, Mike Leach. So I mean uh and that in Arizona anything in the state of Arizona football wise is is not good. So
2: yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna oh, cool, go yeah. with I'm gonna go with Mississippi State myself. I think this might be one of them fifty five, forty five, you know, games you wake up the next morning and be like, My gosh, what happened there?
1: Basketball <laughs> wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, I, I mean, that's,
2: you, you you know, those games always turn turn into a shootout. Well, hot dang man, that was good stuff, CJ. Man, we appreciate you coming on and doing the pickums with us, man. You were you came ready to to bring some knowledge to the table. You're definitely going oh, to yeah. we'll have to have I'm, you back for another pickum. I'd, I'd love to come back. I'll come back anytime you guys want me for, for absolutely. Whatever. If we ever don't have a guest on and we just need the extra picker, we might have to throw hey, you. You just, in just need a body.
0: Just call me. I, I can absolutely feel that spot
2: uh Gator Nation real quick a little bit of breaking news debt chart just released for next week no real changes on it Well, one notable thing that I do see uh Lorenzo Lingard is listed on debt chart this week so I don't all the way know what the situation was last week none of us do and it's really not our business I don't guess where's he at on there he's number four in the running back i mean it's just oh, wow. the running backs listed in, in order like it's, they were last week because he
3: didn't backup. dress right
2: i don't think so last week that's no. a quiet suspension that's what yeah. that is if you yeah. dress because you can you can put on a jersey yeah <laughs> hey, it's it's nakon montreal and then etn or lingard for that okay. spot. So hopefully we get to see the young man do some do something this week, even if it's late in the game or whatever. I mean,
1: return some kicks.
2: I would still like, yes, I wouldn't mind seeing him back there to return a kick. But I think coaches feels pretty safe with having X and you know them boys back there doing that. We just, I'd really like to see us break one this week. I'm I'm tired of watching the same old kick return. If you're not gonna, I mean, if not, just fair catch it and let's move on. Yeah. (laughs) as oh, you don't muff it. I'm okay right now. Just don't drop that ball. <laughs> that's, that's the key, man. No turnovers this week. No turnovers. No, no momentum loss. Guys, another great show. Another, another great week. Um, I think we all feel pretty good about this week's game and, and the chances of coming out of the swamp Saturday night, two and O guys, I can't state enough. Make sure you're following us on our social medias this weekend. Mike will be back in the trenches. Another another week of Mike in the trenches coming at you. Um with videos, photos, live experience, um, post game Mike in the trenches.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Mike Mike Mike
2: pneumonium, Mike, Mike's voice, uh how Mike's voice meter. We'll see where he's at by the you know the end of the game. Maybe we blow it out and he gets to keep some of it this week. Um, you know, we'll see how it goes. It's but once it again, Mike. guys, it's
0: supposed to be a wet one.
3: I actually had one in my bag, but you know what? I well, uh, Nick Delatori told me I couldn't put it on. So I was, what's that? I'm
0: gonna wear. I'm gonna wear mine. I don't. I don't feel like I want to get soaked. So I think I will wear mine this weekend.
3: It's, luckily, it's too
2: hot to get too wet, man. Oh, you can't get that. Here. Luckily, get I had a shirt.
3: Of... It was a shirt before the shirt and hat before the hat. That one got wet. This guy's. So
2: this guy's. Man, it's print. Florida
0: weather. Who knows? It might not even rain.
3: Mike's yeah, the most prep people, man you know. in
2: America. I'm telling you, Mike is a is a veteran I'm a, of my little my little back my backpack there. Oof. Mike's gonna carry a fanny pack to the next game. <laughs>
1: That's After your it's a satchel.
2: It's with satchel yeah, with his, with little, his fly, five or six five hour energy drinks, a little honey bear bottle. <laughs> it was only three. <laughs> 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 so five hour energy. If y'all anybody from your company lists to this podcast, we're terrific <laughs> Mike is always a big fan of your product and would like some free samples. So- <laughs> yeah, Mike's in 15 hour energy e- extra
3: energy shots.
2: Extra energy, extra.
3: Because he- the Walgreens in, um, off the university doesn't have regular. A, he's
2: a fiend for testing. Check, check
0: the new Publix see
2: if they've got it. All right. <laughs> Guys, we want to thank you all one more time. All your support, all your love, all your downloads that you've given us. Once again, just make sure, you know, you don't forget to download each and every episode and turn on your notifications for the latest and greatest in Gator football. Subscribe on all your platforms, subscribe on our YouTube channel. Make sure if, if you go on your YouTube channel, guys, make sure y'all hit that subscribe button and the like button and hit the notification bell. Every time we drop a video, you'll get a notification that it's out, you know, and just keep showing that love, man. We can't, we can't thank y'all enough. And don't forget about our Patreon, respect If you'd like to, uh, help us as creators you can always find that link also on our link tree on our twitter page at respect and um and if you just want to hit us up and, and and ask us any questions anytime somebody's always checking it we're always there we love the interaction with everybody man gator nation is one big family and we love you all um mike you got anything to add
3: no it's just uh it's nice to put a face to the name with cj um. Also, what I, I think we need to ask them, score prediction for the game.
2: Oh yeah, CJ score prediction. We didn't get to ask you, buddy.
0: Oh yeah, I'll take. Uh, let's see. Um, let me take. I have to think about this. I'm take the Gators. I'm taking the Gators thirty-one ten. I think. Ooh, I think we score early. It's doable. I think, we, I think we score early. I think it might be close through the half. I think it might be 14-10 at half. He's right on the same page like I
2: was, except I think they'll yeah. score one late when we're not really as focused, maybe. But, yeah. hey, any way we take it, man, we'll take 2-0 oh every day of the week, and I hope it's a revenge game. I really hope these guys come out and show that that wasn't the real Gator football team they played last year, and we watched the – Kentucky stink of Dan Mullen off of us and get back to being what we're supposed to be against the uh, the basketball school from the Bluegrass State. Um, but hey, CJ, last thing. Oh, oh, go ahead.
3: Yeah, so I'm um, you know being at the game it was obviously ridiculous. Hey, we just got to continue, uh, Gator Nation. We got to continue that noise level. You know, help uh, out the team and also uh, the most notable thing, Bateman got us. Bateman,
2: got us. Oh, yeah,
0: and we sold out. Oh, so the game sold out for Kentucky. It's uh, you know, standing room.
2: Gotta love the point. excitement, man. Gotta love the excitement around this program right now. This is what it. This is what it's supposed to feel like to be a Florida Gator each and every week. And we got to keep that up, man. And if something doesn't go our way, just remember, man. Just stay, stay vigilant. Stay up. Stay hyped. Don't, don't let one bad play take you out of the game because that team's counting on your energy level just as much as anything. Y'all are, you know, we're not. We're not called the twelfth man, but you know, the rowdy reptiles, you know, and everything that everyone wants to call us. We're every bit of and we're loud. CJ man, once again, thank you for all you do for us, man. We appreciate you so much. It's great to have you on. Can't wait to have you on again. Thank you. Yeah, you um, guys follow me
0: on Twitter. I'm just yes. there for the memes. I'm just there for the memes. Yeah. Guys, try I, try I want to troll, want troll fan bases. That's where I'm at. I've got bookmarks for days. At this Ooh, point Mike loves your energy. It's just I mean that's that's what I'm there for. Uh have a good time, talk gator football, you guys, and just hit me up. I, yep. I mean, I I enjoy having as many people to interact with as I can about this team I love. I live in Georgia, so it's it's kind of nice.
2: With <laughs> you, brother. Another South Georgia man. That Matt, you're you're close though. You're closer to Florida than I am. Yeah,
0: yeah I'm I'm thirty
2: minutes north of Tallahassee, so Oof. Drop your Tallahassee,
0: Tallahassee, Georgia. CJ the man McCann on the screen. Just shoot me a follow and I'll follow you back. Yeah. For those of
2: you that just listened to us on the podcast and, and yeah, at at CJ, the man McCann, great Twitter follow, great Gator. And with that being said, Wes, take us home, baby.
1: Yeah. uh, Again, thank you again, CJ. Shout out. uh, Thank you guys uh, for following us. Uh, Thank you for listening to our podcast. Also, we just started our Facebook page a couple of weeks ago. So look for content, news and everything on there as well. Uh, that's respect our decision as well. So I'll be uh, having things on there for you guys to follow and, and get news from it as well. So invite other people there. Uh, you can check. You can find us there too on Facebook. Uh, and again, if uh, any veterans out there, if you know any veterans out there, if you're a veteran yourself, please reach out to us as well. Uh, we'll get back to you. If you know someone that's trying to get benefits or have any questions about their benefits. Uh, we thank you. We love you, Gator Nation. Uh, we, we love the support we've been getting, as uh, Hersha has continued to say, uh, those likes and those that su- subscribing and notification that really, really help us out. So, uh, you guys can do that for us, we really appreciate you. And thank you guys for listening. Uh, be Kentucky this week. Go Gators. Go, Gators.
2: Go, Gators. Yes,
0: sir. Go, Gators.
2: We love you, Gator Nation. See you Monday morning on our Raw Reaction Show. Thank you so much. Y'all have a good one.